Hello, and welcome to the Mixed Technicians Lady Podcast. My name is Sarah Armstrong, and I'm here today with Lara and Dodie. And we are so glad you're joining us today as we're going to discuss what it is like to parent a TCK. So you might be thinking, what is a TCK? Well, many people in the past referred to missionaries' kids as MKs, which some still do, but over time, the more commonly used term is a TCK. That stands for third culture kid. So a third culture kid is a person who has raised a large part of their life in another place other than their passport culture. Um, They tend to build relationships to all the different cultures without having full ownership of any of them. For example, um, my oldest daughter is Betty. She's 12. And her first quote-unquote culture would be the United States, where she was born and where we hold our American passports. Her second culture would be Mexico, where she has lived for the last seven years. And her third culture is a sense of belonging with the relationships that she's formed with other people who have a similar background, other kids that are TCKs. So um, one thing that is unique to TCKs is when they travel to and fro from their different places. For instance, when we travel from Mexico to the States, um, it can be a lot of fun. It can also be kind of confusing for the kids. Um, My kids at first, I feel like, had a sense that the United States was everything was perfect there. So we got to the States, and one time we were walking down a road, and the sidewalks were just all messed up and cracked and uneven, and my kids were like, Mom, like, this sidewalk is uneven, and we're in the States. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so it's a good, a good lesson to them that no matter where we are, not everything is perfect. Um, and I don't want them to think that where they live is not and then where they can't live is perfect. You know, that isn't healthy for them. But um, that's just one example of maybe what it's like when they visit the States. And another thing is that... Um, You know, when we get there, everyone will say to us, hey, aren't you so glad to be home? And we're like, yeah, but we just left home. And yeah, now we're home. And so it's kind of confusing the whole term of home um, to, to be on the mission field. And this is our home, yet also where we used to live is home. And But keeping in mind that the reality is that heaven is our ultimate home, and so we need to just stay focused on that and um, not get caught up on how we, quote-unquote, feel when we go to and from. But that is one thing that's kind of difficult. What do you guys think? Dodie or Laura, do you have any things that, any stories about when you've traveled to their passport culture? I can remember one time when... um I think it was Evelyn when she was little. Um, we were coming and going between um, different places. And I think we were actually visiting family in the States for um, the holidays. And we um, were going to the place where we were going to be staying at that time and that season. It was a temporary thing. And we, you know, she was like, well, where are we going? And we said, well, we're going home. And she goes, which home? <laughs> and so I think that definitely... Um, 
speaks to what you were just saying, Sarah, because they, um, TCKs live in the in-between and in, even at a young age, they're constantly realizing that, well, my home is here. My home is there. My home is this temporary, um, place that I'm at for just one month, you know, wherever we happen to be in transition, um, that becomes home and it's kind of hard, but in general, I think that we, um, try to, um, instill in our kids that our home is here in Mexico. And uh, I do feel like that ultimately they would say that, um, that this is their home. Um, for Jake and I, it's different. We feel like Texas is our home because that's where we were raised. Um, but yet that's not necessarily their home. And so we have to be careful even in the way we speak sometimes when we go back to the States that we're not saying, well, we're going home, you know, because we're not for them, their home is here. And I want them to feel that. Um, but then they have to kind of live in the in-between. And so that can be hard. Laura, what do you think? Yeah. Um, the in-between is a good way to describe it. Um, yeah, my, my kids have, have had a little bit unique experience. Joy and Jonathan, um, were adopted when they were um, 18 months old, and they were adopted from another, another another country, and they came to the United States, and they had to adjust as an 18-month-old, not able to express themselves and um, and be understood, and you know, be able to adapt for them, and then um, then they came into our home a month later, and then then a year, uh, two years later, we moved them to the Dominican. And, um, and then we um, came back to the States for about a year, and then now we're in Mexico, and we've been here for almost two years. And um, So they have they don't really have a, a strong sense of what is home. I think for them, home is wherever we are. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I mean, I, if, when we visit the States, the next time we visit the States and we're in a missionary house for six months or so, uh, I imagine they'll call that home, but then they'll call this home and I think I think for them it's kind of where mom and dad are and um I mean Emily and Allison are but um uh it's funny when we were um in the Dominican we went back to the states to visit for about for about a month and they had never seen a dishwasher and it was so funny I was the dishwasher and they didn't know any that a machine could do that and they were just I walked by them in the kitchen and they were just both not even tall enough to reach over, not to see over the counter. They were so little and they were just staring at the dishwasher for a long time, just amazed by it. <laughs> it's funny. Um, also, uh, they, they didn't know how to eat an ice cream cone. <laughs> you know, they didn't know that you could eat the cone. It was funny. So just little things that, you know, that they just don't grow up experiencing. But, um, but for the most part, they've kind of rolled with it. They haven't expressed struggling with, um, with things. Um, our older two are 16, and when we moved to uh, overseas for the first time, they were, I think, 10. Um, I think, um, maybe, maybe 11. Anyway, but they um, they did really well adjusting. Now they they're really quiet. Another thing for us is we have two sets of twins, so each of them has their best friend with them at all times, and they are absolutely best friends. They don't like to be apart. They don't fight and argue, um, but at least my older ones don't. But uh, but they enjoy their company, and so that is a different factor for us too. They um, another one of the good things 
um, about that is, is that they, they always have that familiarity. They feel like they're home with, with everywhere they go. But um, one of the blessings that's helped us, Emily and Allison are 16, and they, they got to go to the States this past summer for a whole month, and they traveled alone through the airport all by themselves and customs and came back alone, and, um, and they were without me for a whole month. But they were with friends, and, and one of the blessings that we uh, have been given is good friends who are mission-minded, um, and they understood when Emily and Allison didn't know how to do something that they all knew how to do, and they would just show them, and they could all laugh about it, and Emily and Allison could just go, oh, I didn't know that, and so um, that trip was a gift to help them with that transition, too. Mm-hmm. That's great, yeah. There's definitely some challenges to being a TCK, and there's also advantages, I feel like, to being a TCK. Um, one challenge maybe that I have observed would be that, you know, when you live in a place that's different from where you were born or grow up, you look different, you know? So um, our kids, when we walk down the street, people staring constantly at us just because they've maybe not seen someone of our skin color. Um, and they'll say things, oh, how beautiful are your eyes? I've never seen blue eyes. Or touch your hair, your face, say, do you bleach your face? Or do you <laughs> dye your hair? And sometimes the kids can maybe get a little bit overwhelmed with that at times. Um, However, I think that, that um, the advantages outweigh those sorts of things, whereas when they are older, like you talked about in the last podcast, I think our kids are going to have a good sense of worldview and what it's like to live other places, and they're going to be bilingual and just have a good sense of um, what it's like to live in faith, to share, to share the gospel for your, your life. You know, I think that's going to far outweigh the challenges that they have to experience. But, you know, thinking about the challenges and the advantages, y'all could share some of those if you want, but let's also think about how do we parent differently or similarly to maybe we did before we were on the mission field? Are, you know, are we parenting the same exact as, we, as some of you listeners who are at home um, that aren't on the mission field? Let's talk about that. Do you have any thoughts Dodie, on challenges or advantages that you might have noticed? I think that we've been, we've both, we've all been there um, and experienced both sides, seeing the challenges, um, the insecurities that they might have, um, not really knowing their um, identity, you know, like, am I, I'm not Mexican and I'm not really American. And, but then they go back to the States and they don't feel like they really fit in. And so there's a struggle there with their identity, but yet when they can kind of sort through that and come to the other side of that, I feel like they embrace it. They embrace the in-between identity of I'm not one or the other. I'm kind of both and that's okay. Um, and that's been good to see in my older girls that they have kind of, um, wrestled with it a little bit and come through, um, that it, of course it's still going to be, you know, a challenge at times, but, um, in regards to parenting, yes, we've had to, um, I guess, coach them through that, um, as to who they are, that it's okay to not, um, be a hundred percent like the Mexican children. That's okay. You're not that you don't have to be that. Um, but it's also okay to, 
um, be different from the typical American kid their age, that they're not going to be that either. And it's okay to, to not feel like you have to fit into one or the other like box or stereotype, but you can kind of be who you are and, um, and embrace that. And so, um, having other TCK friends has been really huge for my girls, um, because they feel like they connect the most to them. Um, and they're able to kind of, um, be content with, with who they are in that. But yeah, it has been challenging, um, to parent, especially when they're still trying to sort through that, um, and maybe fighting against one or the other, um, side of their identity. But, um, I don't know, as far as other parenting challenges, I guess just how we live our life here is different, um, in this rural community. Um, but really, even if you were in another culture and you were living in a city, but you were there for the purpose of, um, you know, um, establishing relationships and sharing the gospel and planning a church, you know, you, you really kind of have a different perspective on how you go about life. And, um, and so I feel like it's a good thing in the, you know, that they kind of can see how we interact with people on a daily basis and, um, recognize that, um, who we are as Christians is a part of our, our life every day, 24 seven. And, um, our walk with Christ, you know, influences, um, every area of our life. And so I think that that's important. I would want them to see that no matter where we lived and they can, you know, kids, kids can see that obviously no matter where you live, but, um, just kind of having an approach to, um, relationships and people when you're out and about and, um, looking for opportunities to, to share their faith or, um, befriend the, the person who may not have a friend or, um, I don't know. I think it's just kind of a different perspective, um, that I even myself find myself becoming challenged with that when I go back to the States, you know, because I kind of slide back into my comfort zone of staying in a bubble with what I'm comfortable with and who I'm comfortable with and, and, um, reaching out and, and being friendly, intentionally friendly to people I might just see in passing at the store or things like that. You know, it takes, I don't know, it's just different. It takes a little more intentionality, um, in, in certain places more so than others. But, um, I don't know. What do you think in regards to parenting? Yeah. Um, some of the things that y'all said made me think about how when um, when we go see so yeah, Emily and Allison are identical twins, and Joy and Jonathan are um, not they're boy and girl. They're obviously not identical, but they are they are they are they are they're black, and um, so they get a lot of attention. I mean, our family anywhere we go in the states here, we get a lot of attention. Emily and Allison have always been asked. I've always been asked questions about them and. Um, and join Jonathan as well. Um, but you put that in another, another context and, um, and it is, it's very different. Joy and Jonathan are, um, they don't feel it, but they kind of, it almost, sometimes it, it just seems like, like they're just celebrities sometimes, but not in a great sense. Um, people, we have been stopped so many times for people to have their pictures taken with them because a lot of people here have never seen someone who's black or maybe not in real life. And to see too, you know, Jonathan, the older they get, the, you know, the bigger he gets than joy. And, and so they look less and less like twins, but 
Um, but there, there's two of them. And, and so the, everybody that people are always wanting to touch their hair and, um, it's funny, their hair is what people notice more than the color of their skin. And, uh, that's what they comment on. Um, and so that you can tell on, uh, especially one of, one of their faces in particular, that that really, it is not comfortable for, for them and they, they get tired of it. Um, so that's hard. And, um, and for me, that's hard for me. And then going back to the States, I also get comments from people, um, from different, for different reasons. So it's hard. Um, and it'll be interesting the next time we go on stateside to really see how things are for them and how they handle that. But there are challenges like Emily and Allison are quiet and kind of shy and timid. Um, but, um, well, they will talk and engage, but they will not be, certainly not going to initiate it um, unless you have a puppy dog in your hand. Um, but um, you add another language to that, and that is even harder. And, um, and so that can push you inward and to, 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 um, to pull away even more. And so that has been kind of a challenge to pull them out a little bit more and to be braver. Um, but the good thing is, we continue to push them and to see that sanctification, that, that growing. It's more than just a, I'm learning, I am learning to understand you. I am learning to step out and be comfortable around someone who's different and someone who I don't understand and doesn't understand me. But it's more, it's, it's also a deep pushing of yourself to do something that's really hard um, and that they can apply that into other things. So, um, yeah, I think um, there are challenges, but... Um, I think we're, I think our kids are learning a lot more deeper things than, than we realize that they're going to take with them. Definitely. Yeah. And I think, um, that as we parent, we need to just love on our kids and keep those lines of communication open, which I feel like any parent really should do, whether you're on the mission field or not. Um, there is a really good book out there called The Grief Tower by Lauren Wells, mm -hmm. and we did we tried to do that with our kids where you um, talk about different things in their life that have been significant, um, any type of move or something that was maybe kind of traumatic like an earthquake or an, a, a sickness or an event. And so they talk about, how, this book is great, they talk about how you can you can recognize those blocks of, like each block represents, oh, here's an earthquake, here's when daddy got sick and we had to leave the country. And you build those blocks up, talk about all these things that's happened in your life, and rather than just building them up till they break down, you talk about them with your kids so you can just take them off the top and place them down. They're still there, but you can talk about them. So that's something I feel like we... I've been trying to work on in our parenting is just keeping the lines of communication really open with events that might seem kind of scary to our kids that are different experiences and so that they can process them well because some books do talk about how TCKs have maybe some, um, some just challenges in later in life, anxieties or um, you know just have a hard time coming back into the, the passport culture. And so just keeping that conversation really open about all the things that happen, I think, is important. And so that's one of the things that I feel like I've done differently since I am 
living here, but I think that's a good thing to do anywhere. Right. So. Yeah. No, I agree. I think one of the things we all deal with a lot is the change, the constant change and, um, moving, but just even the unknown, um, going back and forth to, um, to the States. And, um, and so that is good to, um, a good opportunity to talk about loss in a way, just little losses, you know, along the way when things change. Um, and, um, whether it be an actual physical loss of a friend or something, but yet, um, uh, or just a location, you know, you're moving and, and you're, you're losing that, the memories attached to that. There's a, there's a lot that goes into it that if we just kind of sweep it under the rug and we're like, okay, we're moving on and just, you know, be happy. And, mm-hmm. um, then it could build. And, and then when they're older, it could come crashing down. And so, I mean, obviously there, there may be things that we miss, but I think it's good to at least be aware that, um, having those open lines of communication is good and, um, that they may act out, especially the younger ones may act out in ways, um, when they're experiencing that change or that stress, or that loss, that, um, it's not clear. It's not like they're going to come out and say, mom, I'm feeling sad because we're not in such and such place anymore. And so it's going to come out as anger or a temper tantrum or crying, you know, just over something really silly. And, but it's good because we can recognize what they're really struggling with is deeper and, and just be sensitive to that. And, and like you said, that can happen with, with anyone anywhere that kids sometimes may act out and it not be that actual thing. It, there's something else going on, some kind of anxiety that they're feeling. And so it's good. Um, I've read some books, but I know there's a lot more out there that I could read. And so just, um, being aware of, um, what, you know, they're dealing with, because I don't have that background. You know, I didn't grow up in two worlds. And so we're kind of parenting kids that, are drastically different from us. And so it's hard, um, sometimes to make those connections, but we, we try to do the best we can. (laughs) Yeah. Makes me think of something someone once told us of how we, because we're not TCKs, we never, we won't be TCKs. We will never really truly be able to understand them. And, and he, he was specifically speaking of their friendships Mm -hmm. with one another and how we really will not understand the level of depth and the need for those friendships and what we may think is weird or out of place or not, you know, like there's just something much deeper that we just, he just, just encourages us just to understand that we're just not going to fully understand it. But, um, yeah, I think, I think Sarah, some of the things that you said was, um, made me think of how, like you said, we, and Duddy was saying, you know, we try to, we want to talk about how they feel and we, you know, we do all these things and like, like those are all great things for people to do in another, as you know, with TCKs or with not with, without, but, um, it made me just think of how, yeah, that, that's so true. How like all the things that the way that all three of our families parent are, are really good ways. There's a lot of wisdom in all of our parenting, but I mean, it, it, it works for, you know, it's good for everybody to do. And, um, and it made me think of how, um, I mean, I'm sure there are specific things that we do, like conversations, specific things that we do related to specific children with specific needs because of where we live. But in general, I think, I think because we are in such a hard place, we're far removed from 
are a, a community like we have the the church. We're far removed from the body of Christ uh, out here, um, and uh, it, it things are just harder. Just getting rid of your trash is harder here, you know, um, and um, it, it just is. Everything is. It just takes more intentionality, and I think the same could be said about parenting here. Um, I think. I think on the field, um, I think in, in the United States, back home, um, you know, our, all of our children are hungry for uh, discipline, for consistency. And here, I think it's, I, I think on the field, we, uh, for my family, we, I try to do everything with more intentionality. Now, I don't do it perfectly, obviously, but um, we're not going to be able to do that perfectly here or in the States, but I think I think here what I guess what I'm trying to say is here it, it, it we're, like the antes we're it, we've upped the ante here and and so we have to um, where we would do something normally back home here we I, for me I find myself having to be way more intentional um, and it's good it's sanctifying for me and it's good for them um, uh, I don't know if that makes sense but um, yeah. like like when when I discipline my children. I tell them exactly why and what they've done and, and they get a consequence and, um, and then, but then we know that I have to do it consistently or what I've done so far kind of falls apart. Um, but there are times when I decide to give them grace and I intentionally, I have to, I, I didn't do this back in the States as much. I intentionally say, you deserve this. I'm going to give you grace and this is why, you know, and, um, and, uh, and I do think here on the, on the field, um, I, I do pray for wisdom a whole lot more. I, um, in the States, I didn't really, I don't really think I did intentionally, just specifically mean it. My goal, and, and I, I'm not good at it, but my goal is to wake up in the morning and before my eyes open, have already prayed for wisdom um, and to pray for it all throughout the day. And sometimes I'm good at that and other times I'm not, but I find myself I'm, I'm more hungry for for that yeah that's that's awesome Laura I think um that I'm really excited about the fact that we have 11 TCKs here on our team and I cannot wait to see what kind of people they're going to become you know what kind of things that God's going to have them do in their life because of all these unique experiences they've that they've had because they have each other Yes, they have that special bond, that third culture that none of us know about because I feel like I have a glimpse into it because we're here too. But, you know, when they get together at the retreats, you see hundreds of kids that are all TCKs just instantly become best friends because they share that culture. It's a beautiful thing, really. And so I'm excited that they have this unique opportunity to be third culture kids. So thank you so much for joining us today, and we look forward to talking with you guys next time.